There once was a man named Gold Roger who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yo, 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 everyone. That is the voice of your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney. And we're speeding through into the theaters with The Flash. Finally hitting theaters in June of 2023. This film has been delayed for a number of years. And uh, for better or worse, uh, we have been graced with its presence. Uh, we're going to deep dive this film and all the nitty gritty, you know, whether the film was worth salvaging, if it was supposedly as praised as it was from the likes of Tom Cruise and James Gunn and just every single Hollywood and WB executive that was defending this movie. Was it worth it? Was it worth the hassle? We're going to deep dive this. But of course, with me as always is fellow Yonko, Grandmaster Hoop. Grandmaster, I mean, listen, look, look here, look, listen. You got an MCU bias. We understand this. Did you let that get in the way of watching The Flash? Did you come out of The Flash and we're like, this is it. This is this is the start of something great. How are you feeling? Um, you ask like three questions. <laughs> Um, go, go ahead, answer. I don't order. have an MCU bias. Uh, oh, so there's that an objection. Okay, and then other than that, uh, I don't know. This film, did you ask me about what I thought about the film? Yes, it's fine. The film is all right. Uh, I think I've come to my a great reasoning as to why this film is only all right oh only okay uh, okay as in it is serviceable among the many uh uh dead on arrivals that dc has produced for sure and it's definitely up there in the upper echelon of dc films however we'll get into it but i think for now i'll just say this film might bite a little more than it can chew i'll start with that okay okay and i'll fair. explain as we continue fair enough we are not alone in this endeavor we have supernovas here to join us in dissecting the flash who's that dork it's Dars. and let's get into it so overall i I, I want to feel the room, you know, Dars, Grandmaster Huba, you know, you're fresh out of the theaters watching The Flash. It's It's been uh, superhero movies left and right in May and in June. We we, we watched Guardians 3 in May. We watched uh, Across the Spider-Verse uh, you know, a couple weeks ago and a second time this past week. How are you feeling coming you out know, of The Flash? It's interesting because we like left that movie theater really quiet, like, I think that was the first time that I left the movie theater and the entire viewing audience just walked out and was silent for most of it. So I think that's a good indication of how I mm. felt of the movie because um, it wasn't terrible, but it also wasn't like 
anything that I've seen in the past couple of months. So I was just telling someone that every movie I went to go see in the theaters has been a banger. Like I've I've loved every movie this year. Um, and this one, it's not that I didn't love it. It's just it was hard to compete with what was what is out right now. So it's very interesting. Um, I also think that the hype train that DC puts on their movies Ooh. is very high. Especially um, with this one in particular. Yes. Um, yeah, I I feel like I, in case it ain't a surprise, I, I left a little disappointed uh, oh. with this film as well. Um, but it's because, like you said, the hype train that came in with this. There were so many people, uh, you know, higher ups at DC and WB just saying that, you all are not ready for this movie. Like once you see it, you will be enlightened. Uh, it is the one of the best, if not the best, live action superhero movie ever made, and that carries a lot of weight because uh, we just got done watching Across the Spider Verse. And uh, to be fair, it's animated. It's an animated superhero movie, but I mean that that's the competition. It's a superhero movie. And even if you want to limit it to live action, I don't think this is better than a more recent film, Guardians 3. I don't think it's even better than Guardians 3. I, I love Guardians 3. But um, I, I see Grandmaster there about to uh, defend this movie in its entirety, correct? No. You're, uh, God, no. you're reading terribly. <laughs> um, no, just, you know, as Dar said, nobody really clapped. Uh, there was a hype train going into this movie by Tom Cruise, of all people. I don't know whether his uh, judgment is law or people really look to that. Either way, um, you know, just I think this movie had set itself up uh, really big, you know, as far as the discourse on whether or not this movie should be released with, you know, Ezra Miller getting in all this trouble legally and so there was always that two we had the new james gunn dcu on the horizon so it was like what does this mean for all these films that still haven't come out which at this point is just blue beetle and aquaman 2 and then you know james gunn who is the head he said no this movie's great we're gonna release it uh oh despite... james gunn was was uh praising it top right. to bottom right and while i think there's a lot of fun to be had in this movie particularly i really enjoyed the berries uh, a little more on that later uh i think what it comes down to is this is a flashpoint story this is a flashpoint movie they don't want to call it flashpoint it's flashpoint and with that said they did not lean so heavily into the flashpoint idea uh and Flashpoint is supposed to be a very culminating event in the DC universe. Uh, so at so for one, for me, I think a lot of points of this movie did not do well with Flashpoint. Uh, so there's that, first of all. We'll get into that. Two, this is a Flash film. This is the Flash movie. This is only film. His first and only so far and the problem with that is right this is our, our this is our first solo outing with barry as a character and we haven't had time to grow and have these intimate moments 
with him as a character shoot we really haven't had any of those moments with any of these dc characters outside of probably wonder woman and i guess aquaman uh you know everybody else has only had one film or have um, appeared in ensemble films so this film has to deliver you know these intimate moments with barry as a character and we got to get to know and love him his uh their version of the flash but then you have this giant shadow looming over you of the flashpoint and then on top of that too you have the cw series which has just concluded uh the flash series wow where you did grow with that barry grant gustin for nine seasons and it's like this so this movie had a lot of groundwork to do and i don't think it crosses the finish line i'm gonna try to do all these running references i don't think it crosses the finish line like you know in a full sprint i think it's like a light jog across that finish line it's tired it got tired were you counting the minutes as we were gearing up towards the end no i wasn't counting the minutes but i'll tell you by that final act by that third act it was kind of like i was like oh man it's over it's speeding along it's a fast <laughs> movie at least it's um, fitting it, the theme it paced oh okay i didn't think that the pacing was anything off oh no i didn't say the pacing was bad i'm just saying that third act was full-on sprint fair enough i mean like the opposite of pacing. <laughs> no, pacing is me saying this movie drags the whole entire movie. You can have a quick final sprint, but it was that was it though. Drag. No, no, meaning literally the final act bleeds into the closing of the film. There's yeah. like like the climax and the the declining action are in the same act. Yes, I agree yeah okay okay well i mean how did you feel about the first act you know because i feel like with every superhero movie as of late you have to have you know your introduction to the hero where he's saving the day you know your 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 local day-to-day stopping crime or saving babies (laughs) from falling buildings um like a baby shower like a baby shower did you cringe at that or did you like laugh so I'm not gonna lie, the entire first act was cringe topia. Like cringe topia. There was one point where I'm like, if I was not a superhero fan, I might have just gotten up and left. Oh. It was that I was, was I don't know why they said that. I don't know. One why of the worst opening superhero <laughs> scenes I've ever seen. Um and I don't know if I'm getting superhero fatigue but like this movie seemed very um comic booky without it being like meta you know like it's not like it's trying to make fun of itself it's like oh here's like a comic book movie period like it's like you know so the first act like i also got a very different barry allen in the first act than i did in the second and third act um and i'm not sure if this was choice but um it and I, I leaned over to my um, the person who I was sitting next to, which was part of our group, and I said, like, oh, this is interesting take that they are doing with Flash. Like, I think they're trying to make him, like, a little bit on the spectrum, which, I mean, that's that's a cool take that they're... Oh, they're wow. Doing. But that. it was really only on that first act, because the, the second and third act, he was, like, calm, cool, and collected, and was like, oh, man, like, 
I do sound like annoying when I'm talking to myself, but like, I don't think it was, it was, it was a little too different, too completely different people for me. Um, but yeah, that first act, the first super scene, I was like, this is <laughs> cringe-topia. I mean, d- uh, how, how did y'all feel about like just the fact that the Flash seems to be kind of on Batman's payroll in a way, like basically getting called into the scene through someone like Alfred in his earpiece, like, oh, Barry, there's a there, there's some people that need saving out in were were they in Gotham? They were in Gotham. They're they in, were in Gotham. Gotham. Okay, and see, yeah. and that's that's okay. So you know, this film, it's called The Flash. However, they're using the Justice League as a crutch. In the interconnectivity as a crutch, more or less, you know, I would have just loved Flash saving the day in Central City. He's out here in Gotham, you yeah. know. It's like, oh, we gotta sh- get Ben Affleck on here. Um, so <laughs> with with that, as far as interconnectivity, I'm fine because the crime at hand, Batman, Batman wasn't gonna save those babies. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, I'm I'm still confused as to like how Batman caused that incident to happen i'm not even worried about were they that just like robbing as, a bank or robbing something? they were robbing some high-tech thing chemicals. that would have were chemicals or it was something. a virus i was gonna go and wipe out yeah people right so another comic book type like oh no the bad guy has a virus that's going to spread across the city like well comic book yeah comic booky but then again like where did this random crater come from right by the hospital that's like about to destroy this thing like it was it was like very whirlwind you know like I, I wasn't really sure what was really happening um yeah with this the scene and i think it's also interesting though to see a young justice league that's like we've only gotten the band together once and like we don't really have like a headquarters we don't really like know what's going on but i do have to say like teased in this universe is the justice society so like obviously oh, there yeah. have been teams together that have gotten together and had a round table and have worked together and it's like is the justice league really not capable of doing something like that you have to have alfred in a chair like call on superheroes well they uh, i've watched the justice league prior to watching this film um they did find a venue to be the hall of justice but again, this is just, you know, if we nitpick at why we're, we're Superman. Uh, I mean, yeah. I guess they did tell us where Superman was. Oh, yeah. He was um, in what, Hawaii or Guatemala, Guatemala putting Guatemala, on a volcano. Um, but like, uh, that's the thing is that is this a Justice League movie or is this a Flash movie? We take away from getting to know Ezra Miller's iteration of the Flash in, a, in what it should be a standalone film. And he's playing, you know, he's playing patty cake with the other um, Justice League members. So it takes it away. We're supposed to get that fun-loving Flash in that first opening. Uh, but rem- remind was- me, like, didn't we get a little bit of that with like Avengers? Like, wasn't Avengers? there Avengers? Avengers. Yeah. So like, wasn't Avengers? There, like, right at- Listen to what I'm saying. God, wasn't <laughs> there an Avengers movie that came out and like right after it, we were introduced to another character. That was new, and they were interacting with the Avengers. 
that's not the problem here the problem is this is a standalone film for the flash when at the at the heart of it all it could have just been a justice league film because uh they go back and forth a lot in this film i think the best part of this film is when it's really just focused on barry or the berries i think that is the best parts of this film and i wanted more of that i enjoyed actually i enjoyed ezra miller uh trying to get food in his system uh being a little annoyed having to go help out in gotham was that always uh, a thing did he yeah. always need to eat like yes it, okay i don't god and, you know what's and, interesting and, and, is... and he had a like a calorie tracker too before yeah wow i i really don't remember well, not in any of I mean, the that's, that's in the comic books and in the, in the tv no 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 no, no. i i just mean in this in, in this universe and this no, DC, no, no. He, he he did not have it he oh he was always hungry and eating but he never had a, a calorie tracker oh okay it's, it's okay. part of like the evolution of himself and his suit and character and all that stuff okay. um but to grandmaster hoop's point like instead of maybe focusing around the justice league and he focused a little bit more on let's say star labs um which is in central city that would have been a, a better mm. circle yeah. instead of, of you don't you don't just, get a lot of uh like the you don't get a lot of the science element too much from Barry. Uh you get pockets of it, right? Like he has to draw up the formula to like get hit by lightning again, but you don't see Barry yeah. yeah, you don't see Barry in the lab outside of uh that one time he's looking at that glove. I, I don't even know what that glove was for. Um and then when he goes back to the lab again to get hit by lightning and you know w w when he goes meet his past self, but yeah, I think that would have been a, a more interesting story like his relationship to Star Labs uh maybe see some of the side characters because it looks like he has two friends that we've from those what are I comic characters i just looked them up uh we've never heard of them before uh to my knowledge at least and we barely get any of them i i think i, I leaned over to you for one of them i'm like is, wasn't that guy from vine he was a vine star the 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 guy uh, his friend and i said i don't know because <laughs> i, I didn't watch she's, vine like that she's from dairy girls Oh. Sure. Oh. This is a TV show. I, it's funny. I, I smacked my roommate who was sitting next to me, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, it's from Dairy Girls." She's from Dairy Girls. Wow. But yeah, see, I think oh, this film, if you, again, I think it, its strongest moments is when it leans into more of the Flash lore and kind of plays around with that, versus trying to intermingle the greater DC. So, like, uh, another strong point I thought was um, his relationship with his dad. Um, yeah. That's a good strong point. Yeah, I thought, you know, exploring the, the flashback scenes were actually really good when he was talking with his dad. I agree. I, I enjoyed the flashback scenes. I thought little Barry, whoever that little boy was, looked just like Ezra Miller. Oh goodness. Uh, and then yeah, you know, at the core of this thing is the relationship with his mom. That is the catalyst for everything, you know. Right. Uh, her it's death what kicks off the plot. Correct. Her death leads to uh, the dad's incarceration, false incarceration, and he wants to change it all. Uh, I and again, I think that moves the story forward. One and two, uh, yeah, it was actually really well acted. I was really actually buying into, yeah, the good. saving, yeah, I, and I thought that was good. Did, did you like the actress that played the the mom? 
Yeah, she was fine. A Spanish Ooh. actress. I kind of wanted more of her. Uh, uh, Maribel Verdú. Uh, we got a good amount of her. I don't. We don't necessarily need too much, but yeah, I think it was. You don't good... need too much of the main well, catalyst that well, kicks off the plot. Well, I'll, I'll see. There's I think no this, way. I think this, and I'm. I, I think the movie should have touched upon it. Is he did all this to have his mom back, and then he messed up the future so much he didn't even get to spend time with her. Yeah, yeah, it's him just fixing the domino effect. I don't but think I, they don't they they don't really address it that much. No, um, but I think it was also a good add-on, even though it was absolutely horrible graphics. But it was a good add-on to see the flashpoints of his life, like as he's like trying to get back to his time point. He was seeing like those little moments of like his tenth birthday, his eighteenth birthday, like them playing in the snow. Like yeah, he he got the revelation. It worked. Yeah. Oh right. Oh, I, let's I, I talk about like that. that. Let's talk about that real quick. Well, Those effects actual... were terrible. Oh, <laughs> are we addressing the elephant in the room? We oh. could talk about effects. I think, you know, and their argument that I've read was that, like Andy oh, Muschietti, the I director, he I was like, that. "This is his point of view. This is how things move That's and dumb. look for him." That's. Dumb. I was like, completely disagree. This is, well, I was just like, if this is how it looks, it looks terrible. <laughs> It looks like, terrible. It why? Looked, why does Express. it look? Why does it look like that in scenes that don't even involve either Barry? There are scenes where you just see uh, Supergirl by herself, and her cape looks like ass when it's like floating in the wind. Oh, that I thought the cape sense. was fine. I didn't have no problem with the oh, cape. Oh no, there was one scene where she, uh, like she's she flies into the air and she she gets like a good viewpoint for like Zod and her army. Oh, and I'm just. The way your cape what that that was bad. See y'all bad. See y'all nitpicking. Uh, nitpicking that, the it's the, the VFX. The no the the little speed force. Speed that force? was really bad. That was bad. The, that I was, agree. The speed force. It, it is not an isolated incident. But the that was so bad. The cape bad. That was so bad. The cape doesn't even ring true in my head. I, I bring I up the cape to... outside of like. It didn't involve Barry as an excuse to what the director was saying. The director saying it's from the viewpoint of Barry. That's dumb because there are scenes without Barry with visual effects. And it looks just as bad when Barry is involved. So I don't know why Andy Muschietti saying this. Ridiculous. What were we saying, Dars? No, no, no. I mean, I was saying like, I, I see where you're coming from. Um, there was also like some CGI scenes where both Barry's were in the same room. And I guess... They were trying to make him look like he was wet from the rain, but it looked very bad CGI. Um, but I think it's it's also interesting because I, I don't know if it was Justice League or an Aquaman where they did something similar to that, where it was like trying to tell a story or trying to do like this big animation part. And that it was the same type of animation that was used, like the same sort of visual effect. Oh, just maybe it was Justice League when he's when they're fighting Steppenwolf I, and Flash starts running. Was, uh, I don't think it was it was that it was there was one part where it was like they were trying to explain a backstory. So I don't know if it was like Steppenwolf's backstory or something with Diana mm -hmm. as Wonder Woman. And they were listen. I'm telling you right now because I watched Justice League prior to this film. There's no other worse. Uh, use of CGI. This is the worst I've seen it within the DC extended universe. Uh, I'm telling you right now. Um, it's 
I feel like it's um it's a good testament to just because it's a lot of money thrown into visual effects doesn't necessarily mean it will come out well. Uh, the budget on this was 200 to 220 million. Don't we've know had, why. Uh, we've had le we've had films with a much significantly less uh budget with better CGI. I think it ultimately comes down to how competent the artists are. The, the the VFX artists, I feel like you could throw all the money you want if they don't know what they're doing. Well, it, I was actually just listening be... to a podcast about this, and it was like the visual effects artists are about to go on strike, and they're about to like go and join a union because I hope they do. Yes, they getting, should. I mean, like the they said, like the labor laws that are are in for some of these superhero movies, like this to a point where they're at their breaking point, you know. And I'm like, dang, two hundred twenty million dollars. And you'd think like most of that money would go to the visual effects department so that they can get paid because they're working like 80, 90 hours a week. Like, yeah. With dang. a film like The Flash, like a, yeah. that heavily relies on CGI um, every time he takes a step. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's crazy. And this movie suffer. I, I feel like it's hard to ignore. I know some people uh, the, going to see this movie have said like, oh, you know, you, you just got to ignore the CGI and you'll you'll enjoy it. I, it is so egregious in this film. And oh. I'm, I'm usually okay with CGI. Like, I'm, like, even the bad stuff, I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, I could kind of see it. This one was bad, bad. Like, Well, I don't know, because I'm also thinking back to aquaman and like some of the underwater scenes no this was, aquaman's okay underwater aquaman. scenes were better than this film i don't know i did i did appreciate though when barry was running like those type of scenes where he has like the lightning bolts and some of them the blue, some of them i was like okay this some is of them yeah there were some weird i mean maybe it just goes back to the weird uh you know the the running that With the, the, uh, the 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 finger gun run the finger guns i did like how they kind of reference the silliness of it when uh when when uh, he when he thinks he's it. got his powers yeah yes i'm like okay they're self aware it looks a little cartoonish um but uh yeah, no. I, the, the Speed Force was probably the worst, uh, like visual effect yeah. scene that you mentioned because that's where you really see just like every human character CG'd, and it's it's bad. Everyone it was, was like a, a plastic bold, toy. Weird choice. It was a yeah. very bold, weird choice. Did you like at least? I guess the artistic representation of how he was rewinding time. How it was like a. Kind of like he he's like the center at like a coliseum in a way, and the more he runs, it's like it was different. It's like sucking into a well. And a did you bit. notice the, like the sands? I think he was sands like, of time. Like man, I was getting sands of time vibes. Okay. Um, artistically, from an artistic standpoint, I think it was fine. It obviously is visually uh, different um, compared to you know I think about the Flashpoint movie, the animated movie. It's just him running. And it's in a black, like background, and you I see his mom. I would have been fine with that. I, I would have been fine with it too. Sometimes I think less is more. Less is fine. Right? Because uh, in in Justice League, didn't he technically just rewind time in a way? When uh, because did, didn't they technically lose? Didn't like Steppenwolf like kill all of them, and then uh, Barry started running? Oh, listen, that's Snyder back? cut. That's Snyder cut. Oh, that's Snyder cut. Yeah, that's not the. That's not. The original. That's the Snyder okay. Cut. Yeah, but uh, Iris never made it in to the Snyder Cut. 
Listen, uh, we well, cannot. She did. didn't make it we, to the Snyder Cut. Iris did. Iris did. Well, she got deleted from the Joss Whedon, which is fine. But we don't need to go back and forth. Snyder Cut is not canon. Snyder yes, Cut it is. is not. It's no, it's not. He mentioned that he saw him. No, Snyder Cut is not canon. I knew she was in. She was deleted from the original, and she was in Snyder Cut. But Snyder, but that that event still happened. That event still happened because it, it was, was just deleted. deleted from the Whedon cut. Correct. If it was a deleted scene, it still happened. We just didn't visually see it in 2017. We had to wait to the Snyder cut. However, Snyder cut is not canon. So that oh. means uh, Martian Manhunter and Jon Stewart are, are in the mythos. Jon Stewart but didn't appear in Snyder cut. He did. No, he did oh, not. It was a deleted scene from Snyder cut. It was a deleted No, that scene never even got. Yeah, that scene never yeah. got it into the Snyder cut. Either way, this movie, this movie, very interesting choice to have the two berries be present. That is not something ever done in Flashpoint. Right. And I don't even know if that's a thing in any Flash incarnations or comic runs. What do you think of having two Ezra Millers share the screen, one being the teacher, one being the student? Because that was another very core. It was at the core of this film throughout. And I think, and I'm not supporting the actor, but I think that if there was going to be an actor to do it, Ezra did a really good job at making me believe that they're two different people. Distinct berries. I think they right. did a good job. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. uh, definitely I uh, had, it was fun watching one of them just kind of be super geeky and gung-ho about getting powers and being a superhero the dude and, bro right <laughs> am i coming off my mushroom trip <laughs> he, he said that um, oh my god but um even watching you know i guess our our canon barry uh be the one having to come to grips with the gravity of the situation it was very um very nice little um uh, what do you call it? Just a parallel, I guess. Just watching them and kind of watching their paths kind of go like this, especially towards the end of the film. It's different. It's different. Uh, um, I do have to say, though, there's one trope on superhero movies that I do not really care for. And there's only been one movie that did this that I was okay with is when the main character loses his powers. Like, to me, I just. Oh, you do not, not like that. I'm not a huge fan of it. There's one movie that when it did happen, it was good because it was part of a storyline. It was a lot deeper. It was about finding yourself. Like, so that one I was okay with. But this one, it's like, oh, well, this is just really inconvenient. Like, like, dang, you know, like this is not as fun as watching like them both be like super fast together. I can agree to that. I, I was taken aback when he when uh, the main Barry I guess lost his powers and but I guess for the purposes of the plot it, it made sense in a way because if he did have his powers I feel like we would have a much shorter film because he'd be more well, competent he could like it's, it's, the help from it's, that. it's interesting because in the original Flashpoint when he you know there is no two Barrys right and he does yeah. lose his powers you know, 
not it, it, you know he wakes up oh, he in does. the new oh, God, he wakes up he wakes up in the new timeline and he doesn't have his powers uh so when he realizes how shitty the timeline is then he's like okay i gotta get my powers back and change everything versus this time around you know he starts with his powers and then he loses them so it's, it was a, they're picking and choosing what they want to use from the original comic of flashpoint mm -hmm. And then trying to interweave it into this story. And it, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I don't think watching one Barry have powers and the other have to gain powers, it doesn't do anything really. I think it would have been fine if they just both had powers the whole time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because, um, yeah, even the scene where he does get his powers back, there is, he is strapped to a chair and it doesn't work uh, right away. Um, I don't. I don't know how that didn't kill him. <laughs> I I, well, that's the thing. It it has to work, or it would have killed him. Um, like if it didn't work, it wouldn't kill him. Um, so it's lightning. That's, well, that's the thing. I think that scene, which is supposed to be a super emotional scene, eh, didn't I, really it, get it. it. Didn't, yeah, it didn't you know? hit me. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of parts that like didn't really hit the emotions as it was probably intended to. Um, and there's a lot of call outs that kind of just didn't make sense to me. Like in order for lightning to have an effect on you, you have to be grounded. Um, that's why they say like, if you jump in the air and lightning strikes you, your the lightning will go through your body. It's not going to stop anywhere. And so bearing being up in the air, flying and getting struck by lightning, that doesn't really do anything. It's just surging through. But it you. was a Kryptonian. Sure. Yeah. I'm not trying to look for the logic in a right, movie right. where I mean, this man in, ran into the They we're, made their own rules right. in this movie. You're right. That's fine. Um, um, one thing I did want to call out is they focused a lot on this little kid that was saved in Metropolis. And I leaned over. Why? And I'm they like, did not focus kid? on it. They, they well, highlighted no, him in once. A movie, if you mentioned. I could have saved the both. If you mention Spider-Man can do both. Like, there there has to be like a drawing to the future. Like, oh, this kid saved someone and or this person saved this kid and this kid grew up to be the blue beetle. Who knows? I don't know. You but, gotta stop uh, looking oh, so far ahead. I, I, That's well, just I mean, the boy. It's, it's the a point. deep cut. Maybe it is. That boy's name is Danny. Name me someone in the DC universe with the name Danny with significance. It uh, blue beetle. I don't his, know. He, his he, name's changed his name. he changed his name. No, shut up. He no, he's, he was he's so just traumatized and he he's wanted to just, forget his past. Nope, he's like, nope, I no, can't no, no. do this. Nope. He's just a boy. He's just a boy. And that's okay. However, I did like that tie in that Barry dealt with it firsthand. That was never mentioned before. in you know, the justice league or the Snyder cut that he was there and he knows just how bad Zod and, you know, this event is so i like that bit but i don't think that boy has any significance no. at all um mm -hmm. and if they did if he did watch it will it the, will the his his subplot probably got uh buried beneath what we're about to get next so the berries on their journey to get his powers back and prepare for zod because zod's here and we got to find Superman. There's... And there's no other metahumans on Earth to fight Zod. 
that's dumb yeah um because th that that doesn't make any sense like what so, so the logic is what he tries googling them they don't exist anymore the he ones that he knows them. at least the ones that he knows of right so like wonder woman i don't get wonder woman because if this is by the logic of during the time of man of steel when zod invaded earth could a google search even bring up wonder woman on no. like no right because she was like she was not she was not mainstream she was not public. running she was around not, right as wonder woman that right. was the whole point of batman and batman v superman trying to find her so trying to google wonder woman that i'm like okay that does not make any sense she because even she in, wouldn't bring up she, she, she in she wonder woman in wonder woman 1984 it was kind of like oh they made blinking, it worse now she is blinking you missed her right like like in that mall there. sequence when she rescued everybody in that she mall sequence yeah the only the she only showed herself to the little girls she was like anybody could be super uh, no one will believe you child <laughs> if you <laughs> so, say you saw me she's like she's like the tooth fairy so no um but um okay again see the thing about flashpoint and you know i and i hate to do this kind of thing where it's you gotta like, do it yeah because i don't i think it's unfair to it's not a straight up adaptation it's not it's definitely based on flashpoint but the coolest thing about flashpoint was that all these superheroes were active in or a variation of them and you know the the central conflict was atlantis was about to go to war with the mascara that was the giant event that was going to destroy the world and when you just make it Zod and his three ships. Which they don't do a lot with, by the way. They're uh, barely in the movie. I, uh, you remember the interview Michael Shannon had uh, yes. about like, about he was just bored. He was just bored I, doing he this. He didn't do anything. I I'm, I thought he was full of it at first. I'm like, oh, stop it. You just hate superheroes. Uh, I believe him now. Uh, well, he was very when you bored. When you compare his. When you compare his outing to Man of Steel, he For chewed sure. it up in Man of Steel. He loved, he you could tell, he loved being Zod. He just literally, they didn't let him do anything in this film. Right, right. He has like one little conversation with Supergirl. I thought I was going to go somewhere. That, and that then he gets rocked a bunch of times. That's it. Mm. And then like when they did need him to like be in more scenes, he was those scenes were CGI'd. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or, yeah. It, Oh man. It, it, it was really I think it was really strange to have Zod. I mean, it was cool at first to have Zod be the culminating event. However, if if the world's really going to shit, just let everything go to shit. Let Zod be here. Let Steppenwolf be here. A dark side. Why, let, why not? Because Barry's gotta uh, it's, it's go run. Reset. Yeah, he's just kind of reset. Just go crazy. I think there was this there is this was their opportunity to just go balls to the wall with this concept. And they just like hardly you don't scratch think, the surface. You don't think they went balls to the walls by bringing everyone's favorite Batman from live action into this? All right, let's talk about him. Let's, let's talk get, about him. Let's get nuts. You are nuts. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of Michael Keaton? He was uh, uh, full disclosure. I don't know if this revokes my DC fandom card. <laughs> I've never seen Batman 1989. What about Batman Returns? 
no honestly probably as a kid the only one i saw from that era was probably batman and robin you're trash that oh, was, as a kid that was it. you're wearing a batman shirt you're trash Awful. it's batman animated you're done you're done have you even have you seen oh. the val kilmer one at least no anything anything Boy. pre batman and robin batman forever batman 89 um what was returns. another one returns, returns. no returns uh, none of them none of them so hold on hold on hold on so all none you know all you got from the 90s era of batman is ice to meet you batman oh my that's so funny <laughs> That is so funny. The bat credit card, the bat nips, the bat skates. No, fuck the this. bat skates. Oh my god, we were in a golden and era. That's what got you hooked on Batman. Y'all bullied oh, him. Y'all bullied him. We could have gotten squeakles. Damn it. Listen, there was no way. So, uh, so Michael Keaton didn't do anything for you. No, I, I like. I'm okay. I'm aware of Michael Keaton as Batman. I'm aware of like the score of, from that film and. It was nice seeing him, you know. I could tell that he was kind of in his zone a little bit because I've seen his performance to a degree. Like I've seen clips of 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 the the Batman from that time period. Um, he seemed like he was having fun. I think he was definitely having fun. You, he was having fun, yeah. and I yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, like I didn't lose it. Like oh my god, that that's my Batman. Okay, that's my original Batman. So Darcy mentioned to, to, to some people it is. Some it is no 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 it is it is. Darcy mentioned how nobody clapped. When we left the theater, I thought people would clap when there Michael was, Keaton There was appeared. clapping for a specific scene. It, it was not Michael Keaton's Batman. It was for another scene, but we'll 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 get to it. Sure. No, there there was some clapping. There was some clapping for uh, when he put on the suit. There was. Clapping. I'm gonna tell you. I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now. I've heard so much better applause for. Oh yeah, yeah. This was Michael like literally Keaton. like. <laughs> For, yeah, uh, I was like, Bumblebee, wow, uh, not Bumblebee, uh, Rise of the Beast. Oh, yeah, well, our Rise of the Beast experience for sure. But, you know, Michael, oh, I mean, I guess maybe because it wasn't a cameo, you know. Uh, yeah, like, maybe because you know, people Michael, knew it was coming, too. They knew it was, and they knew he was coming, right? How, how much of this movie do you think they should not have revealed in the trailers? Because I'm thinking back to, like, No Way Home, where it's like, okay, they show you, um, you know, Sandman. A uh, lizard, but they don't show they did you Toby. Not, they, they never. They didn't Toby show no you Andrew. Andrew. Just rumors and supposed leaks. That's it. Do you think I that like, could have worked for this movie? Like not you, showing no, Batman or Supergirl. I, I'd rather them just like if is this if this is going to be a huge part of the movie, just reveal it. Like there was because the anticipation of like Toby and Andrew, we we knew deep inside that it was going to be there. And so, like, I feel like it was like, oh, you could have showed us this. Um, I think that payoff was good in No Way Home. It was expected. Plus, it was only for, like, a portion of the movie at the end. Correct. And it was expected, however, the payoff was still there. Um, Could this movie have benefited from a similar payoff? I'm going to say no, because all we got is Supergirl and Michael Keaton. And I think they relied heavily on the fact that michael keaton was in this movie so they, they sure did bring in the oh, audiences yeah. to come and watch this so yeah i mean i don't i don't think they used them to just bring in the audience i think they wanted to have fun with a multiverse concept right you know and then michael keaton was probably the coolest batman 
to do it with and probably you know there's kind of this idea that he kick-started the new age of superhero films uh that's what a lot of credit goes to the 1989 film mm -hmm. uh and you know they had their fun but really he only had that sequence in russia breaking out supergirl yeah because yeah. he was flying and doing and they nothing they yep. showed the those scenes in the trailers too the i was just about to say the trailers showed almost the entirety of this movie everything that you everything that you've seen michael keaton do in the trailers it's all he does in the movie Correct. there's no like extra scenes where he's like being a i mean the scenes are extended in the movie but you know he's gonna fight guards that are shooting at him in in russia uh he's gonna jump out of the bat wing during the final battle before it explodes or in one variation before it explodes i kind of um, wish that there was one scene where he was doing more stealthy batman type stuff like because he was perched up at the top and i'm like oh that would be like a perfect opportunity to, to like throw a snow smoke grenade and like jump down and do like his stealthy attacks but i don't think nice. that that's michael keaton's batman i don't think that that's his fighting style i'm just gonna say the dceu well, you know, I guess with Batfleck and now Michael Keaton, they have never nailed Batman to the fullest potential of Batman. You know, you say that. Scene? There was one scene that we were all... Well, they, they all do something good. For example, Batfleck has his warehouse takedown and yeah. Batman v Superman. And Keaton, this is probably the most kind of combat gliding That's I've seen from Batman. That's the most agile I've ever seen. Uh, and he's old right he's old <laughs> so that part they got but i don't think we ever seen a perfect blend of detective martial arts master uh you know just overall badass we have not ever seen all of it cohesively you, you didn't like the car chase in the beginning the with the bat cycle with, we darcy and i were saying the cycle was cool the cycle was it. really cool i i appreciated that cycle mind you Ben Affleck just let so many people get murdered uh, in that car chase. Uh, you know, you say that, but wasn't Ben Affleck saying that this was probably the most he's gotten the Batman character down to like the letter? He did say that. Like he did say that. It, it, it was something along the lines of it was the most fun, or it was like the the grand hurrah of his of his version of Batman. Um, I liked it. It was it was campy enough, and it had its like funny moments enough for Batman in the beginning with that chase scene. Like when right. he like got the guy and then he threw the boomerang as soon as he was running away. That was neat. I like yeah. that. I think it was, yeah. it was funny enough. And then the lasso of truth. Oh yes, yeah, so Wonder oh, Woman yeah, appeared. Wonder Wo oh God, yeah. oh God, I Woman love, I love that theme song of Wonder Woman when it first debuted. It was one of the few <laughs> things I liked in Batman v Superman. And these bastards overplay it to the point where I'm tired of hearing it. Well, Every it's just time now, she appears. Do, 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 do. It's it's now becoming kind of a joke. It's a, it's a joke. Because it was a Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman only appears in cameos now. She can't have more than two 20 seconds of screen time. Uh, so it's, and she only comes to save to help out at the very end of the conflict, like she revived Shazam, and she didn't let Bruce fall with that case that would. Oh, Gotham's gonna sink four depths into the river, Master Wayne. Um, 
sure. So at this point, yeah, it's a joke. It's like who cares? Also, she could fly. I don't remember that. I thought she, she could fly. Like, she learned to. She they, learned to they, fly in '84. In '84, oh, okay. yeah. But I, no, I'm sorry. Young. She was still flying though. Technically, in Justice League, but she wasn't like outright Superman flying. Hmm. But she can fly. She. They fly now. She flies now. She can fly. Um, For some reason, I thought she was just lassoing the lightning in '84. I can't remember if she discovered it. She she was oh, lassoing no, the did. lightning. She did. And yeah. then she learned to do up, it. Up, up, and away. So I think something Trevor, Steve Trevor said motivated her. Ah, okay. Um, what y'all think of... Oh, God. What's her name? Cor- is it Cara? Cara. 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 Supergirl. I, I wanted to like her a lot. And I feel like there are elements to her character that... I probably could have, but it's it, it's blink and you miss it. Yes, I was literally gonna say blink and you miss it. There's it's, not she's enough. hardly in the movie. She's hardly in the movie. She's, and but look at she's right behind you. She's like in yeah, all she's the, she's on the poster. Well, she's, in, she's in all the promos. All they of they like market the crap out of Supergirl, and yeah, you really right. thought she was gonna have a pivotal part. Mm-hmm. I think she has one conversation with Barry, one conversation with the other Barry one conversation with Zod Zod and that's it and then she what did you do maybe like three or four fight not even fight scenes she had one fight scene and she had the maybe right. like during the two, Russian two prison break I like the Russian Zod. prison break one that one was it was fine I liked it um I think I got so taken away with all the CGI that I was like it was a lot. Okay, this, it was okay the CGI, CGI did not look good there. The CGI did not look good there. It they didn't look not... good anywhere. <laughs> there was not a single I, I, point I, where I'm like, damn. I like, this is, it, this it is the last movie in like who was fighting in this one. It was Batman and Supergirl. Like, Yeah, actually, like, the Flash they, barely they, fights in this movie. They nerfed Flash for a majority of the movie because it's young Barry who's got the powers and he's inept. You know, he doesn't know what he's doing. I told um, you this was why they nerfed our Yeah, but also, player. like, it doesn't make sense. Like, he gets shot by lightning, and then it, he instantly heals himself, but then he gets shot through the leg. Through the leg. Not even, like, it stays in there. It's through the leg, and it's taking him, like, over, like, hours to heal. It didn't I'm make not sense. not in charge. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lead bullet. Uh, okay. I don't know. I... I mean, if we're gonna deep cut this further, uh, you know, how how does Supergirl know English if she was raised in a Russian prison? Kryptonians speak a lot of languages. Uh, no. Well, it's, it's, shoot, yeah, actually, he's right because Zod knows English too. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry. I'm not buying it. I'm not Who giving the, the benefit. Cares? I'm not giving the benefit. <laughs> it's called the universal tongue. Oh, yeah. English! It's the universe. It's the universal language. Right. All right. Connor. Um, Connor said something about that in Teen Titans, the Superboy. Oh, 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 uh, the live action Titans. Live action Titans. Titans. Oh, okay, okay, okay. got it, gotcha. got it. Again, um, I try not to nitpick some of the logistics of this because the more I do, the more upset I'm gonna get. 
Oh, if you want to pick um, apart the time travel mechanic, you probably well. Okay, well, fun, it, it I falls wanted... apart very quickly when you think well, about I, it. I wanted to just say because now you reminded me with time travel. This film pokes fun at time travel films, and I like that. Uh, did you get the Back to the Future joke with Eric I Stoltz remember, as Marty they... McFly? Who's Eric Stoltz? Help me remember. Yeah, Eric Stoltz Eric. is another actor from the '80s. He's Mask. Do you know Mask? Oh, the 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 guy with the messed up face. Yes, correct. Uh, yes, that's yes. that's Eric Stoltz. Um, Eric Stoltz was originally going to play Marty McFly, and he even filmed a a number of scenes. Um, wow, that's a deep cut. Like that's... you know the iconic scene where the time machine just goes into the past, and it's like the fire between yeah, Marty fire. and Doc's legs. Yeah, they got a picture with Eric Stoltz doing that scene with why they Christopher swapped Lloyd. him out for Michael J. Fox. I forget why they swapped him out, uh, but it was like a big deal because uh, Michael J. Fox was like filming Three's Company or something. Uh, Interesting. So that was a funny joke, but I, I like how this film is also just very much. I know they tried to tie in the multiverse, but it was a time travel film, uh, right? right. Kind of. You know, across the Spider Verses, I would not call that a time travel film. Uh, <laughs> yeah, see, there uh, it is. Yes, there it is. Yep. Oh, there that's it him. Is. Oh, okay. yeah, that's him. That's and not that's Michael J. Fox. Okay. Yep. Oh, that's uh, Michael J. Fox. No, that's no, Eric Stoltz. Oh, Stoll. okay, okay. You said J. Fox. I thought I'm like, why is it? no? That that's okay. Okay. Um, that's interesting. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I think they they had fun with the time travel concept. Uh, I was having fun with it too. I mean, again, that I I don't know what I'm saying this, but now I think about this wasn't a lot, but it was fun enough, I guess. I like yeah. the spaghetti metaphor. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was good. That was good. That was that nice. Was um, um, did they explain why Batman was like all miserable and everything? He wasn't miserable. He's just bored. Oh, bored. Yeah. He's literally bored. That's so if how, he's that's bored, why it. can't he take care of his place? Like, why does it have to be all decrepit and stuff? Like, do he didn't realize he's lost how much purpose. Alfred did, did for him. He did not realize how much Alfred did. Sure. <laughs> this is uh, uh um so you know, we get the uh they rescue Kara, Kara goes, regenerates. We get that moment where Barry's like, oh, I'm doing this all for my mom. And then, you know, the other Barry overhears, which sets up kind of some of this tension that we don't see until the final battle. Uh, they go into the final battle. Like, you know, we knew they were. That barren uh, wasteland. Uh, barren wasteland. Ain't no Metropolis getting destroyed this time around. You know what's funny? Because I hear that was one of that. the criticisms as to why they chose a big... Oh. Since, since we got major backlash over like, oh my god, we did it, Patrick. We saved the city. <laughs> They're blowing up buildings. Like, oh, well, fine. Here you go. Here's a desert. Yeah, like, I think that that's a good point because that was my biggest gripe of Man of Steel. I'm like, oh my god. It's like so much destruction everywhere this is going to take them decades to like People you know dying. what though because they did that i don't ever think at any point in this film the stakes seem that high yeah zod never once for me feels like such an imminent threat to the earth and its population yeah 
Like not once. I did not. I mean, he is his little terraforming whatever is, but you don't get that at all. Yeah. They're going up against them with two flashes, a Supergirl and a Batman. That ain't nothing. Batman's also, handling the skies. Great. Did we, did, was it discussed in Man of Steel how some Kryptonians have superpowers and others don't? Some are naturally born warriors, which means when they first get the sun's yellow rays, they naturally adapt to their powers. And that and was mentioned in Man of Steel? Yes, it was. Okay. So it's like, and I'm a were, warrior, Kyle. Th there were other Kryptonians besides the, yeah, the, yeah. the, the big three. The, yeah, the... Zod had a whole squad. He had a whole army. Yeah. Oh, God, I don't remember the other It wasn't even an army because they're not really warriors because they don't have powers. Right. Actually, um, I don't know about the drones. I guess they were there definitely were drones in Man of Steel, but I really don't remember them. I don't remember anything from that movie. I gotta go rewatch that. Um, it I was mean, cool. You, what the, the the final fight? I was gonna say okay, so I like, I like the flashes doing trying to do their thing, bouncing like, off each other, bouncing uh, off each other. Got the dual flashes. That's new. I don't. I mean, take oh my god! Part of me feels like you could have took out one of the berries and made it Wally West or something. Yeah. Um. Mm. Have Grant Gustin played that role? Oh God! What yeah, a missed, opportunity. Miss, missed opportunity. Yeah, that would have been great. That would have been really cool. Um, but I guess it was still cool though to just watch them kind of both use their speed and do whatever punch, punch them in the balls, which is what the other Barry did. Um, yeah, they didn't really show it. <laughs> sure. uh, um. But you know, super now thinking back on this movie, I feel like it just went by, and no pun intended, so fast. Like, yes, it did. Those, yes, it did. Reacts. It it's like, oh, yeah. I oh, guess what's this about being well paced? Well, you were talking about at the end, it was a sprint, and I'm like, it was a have sprint. You ever, have you ever run a like? <laughs> if you're saying everything's well paced, and it's like, oh, in the third act, they sprinted. It's like that's well. Not well if you're trying to win a race, you sprint in the last leg of the race. Oh my gosh. Mm. Oh, it, it was intentional life. then. It was you intentional. You got energy because you're trying to pace yourself. You should have energy to sprint at the end. But then again, mm. it didn't even feel that climactic. Supergirl had her, got her licks in. Yeah, that's um, what I'm saying. Is like the, we knew that the stakes weren't going to be that high because at the end of the day, we knew he was going to go back and have to... Well... well I guess it, I wasn't expecting like the the consequence of that to be oh because supergirl is dead and so did batman uh or i, I guess batman dies i didn't think it was like oh well we got to fix it now and then that results in them continuously turning back time to try and amend those deaths that were happening which what they were constants right like they had to happen they were yeah, constants. That's, that's a constant that's a canon of canon event look at <laughs> well that. okay I, I thought that was a cool part. It wasn't necessarily Batman, but it was the fact that Kara had the DNA inside of her that, like, there was no coming back from that. So, like, you had to go and save Kara. Right. Because right. no one else would be able to stand up to Zod. And well, I did. Even that is that the DNA, her DNA was what was going to create the new Kryptonians on Earth. So, like, Earth would have been wiped out. Oh, well, yes, right. that too. But also, no one was going to able to stand up to Zod. Um, 
I liked how they went back in time mid-fight. I thought that was very clever. Mm-hmm. Um, the first and time. Then, but then when they died again, they I think they did a good job with that because they got me. That's when it clicked for me. I was like, oh, they they don't win. It's yeah. just going to keep happening. Oh, oh, okay. Okay, got it. You know? Right. Yeah. I, I thought that part was good. I am inevitable. Essentially, yeah. Well, you know, because the idea was they wanted to win that battle so bad because that means Barry mo- Barry's mom gets to live. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, oh, God. I wanted to see more of the mom, though, to, like, <laughs> make that ring true because, like, they are doing this for her. But when she's not present, I'm not I'm not expecting her to, like, slam in from the ceiling and fa- face Zod with the Kryptonian army, but, like, they should weave in some element as like that reminder to be like he is doing this for his mother like yeah you know what like when when uh young barry found out that like his mom died and that's why he had to come back in time while he was in the fight he should have had like closed his eyes and had like memories of like his mom oh absolutely yeah yeah something like that it's and I feel like they were trying to elicit that kind fighting. of emotion for me, but it it didn't work. I, I I needed the mother to be there. I needed the mother to be there. Um, well, let's talk about now this. I, I guess we call it the reset button scene. Mm-hmm. They're what, both the, in the. Uh, oh, they're both the, in the speed force. Both in the speed force. Right. Young Barry's like, nobody dies. No more I, dying. I can do both. Barry Allen can do both. <laughs> he tried to be Miles. He couldn't. Absolutely not. Um, yeah. No, what? So what happens, right? Uh, he. It's revealed that he was always the person that So in, early in the film, some, right. yeah, somebody punched Barry out of the Speed Force as he was on his way back to his timeline after saving his mother. Turns out that Force was none other than young Barry, who Barry had created. Right. Young Barry was trying to prevent the inevitable. Everyone stays alive during the invasion of Zod, and his mother stays alive too. Does it for almost an eternity, creating a time paradox loop. And uh, he grew old, and yeah. Barry was his own worst enemy. Yeah, like that whole scene of that whole revelation, I was like, oh, okay. It, like, yeah, it, I mean, it was kind of predictable. It was very predictable. I feel yeah. like you could tell it was like, as soon as he started getting like a lot of those jagged yes, like, correct. pieces, I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, that that's starting to add up a little bit. So one thing that like I wish would have had happened in a Flash movie, getting a Flash villain, that would have been nice. But then, yes, also, yeah, that, like, with this like if he would have been like no i i refuse to believe that this is the end all be all and then like he escapes the speed force and like later on turns into reverse flash or i don't know how the the comic lore goes with it but like he's like no like i'm i'm gonna try and do this you know like and there's another villain that's out there that's out there and it's like oh well maybe we'll get a movie about this maybe we won't who knows like i think they were just like trying to tie up all the loose ends on this and 
mainly because I don't think we're going to get another solo Ezra Miller Flash movie. But I don't think uh, so. Yeah, it seems yeah, unlikely. This this cameo this Flash movie didn't have a Flash villain. It didn't. And and that's my thing is that Flashpoint is really a giant reset for the Justice League, and they all play a part in the Flashpoint story. And when you just try to centralize Flashpoint on Flash, who is the mitigating factor for the story, but like, you know, it's a ripple effect. Everybody's affected. We only get to see Barry and Michael Keaton and Supergirl be affected. That's not Flashpoint. So when it came down to it, when making this film, it's like, this should have been a if you're gonna do flashpoint it's got to culminate everything you know we got to see everybody we got to see what him going back in time does to everybody versus oh victor stone he went to college he did it wonder <laughs> yeah. woman she's still on themascara i guess um uh what superman died as a baby you know as a baby um you could have like just done a flash movie where it was just I don't know. Gorilla Grodd wants to turn everybody into a gorilla. He's a, he's a fla Flash villain, right? He is a Flash gorilla villain, okay. Gorilla Grodd. You know, you know who the only Flash villain we ever get in this whole DCEU? Oh, Captain Boomerang. Captain Boomerang from Captain Suicide Boomerang. Squad. Everyone's yep. favorite. Oh man, <laughs> that, that's that, right. That's uh, the only villain that we get in Flash. It's it's crazy. I mean. I, like they they touch on I, I like the conversation that the two berries at least have before he I guess kind of turns uh where Yeah, no, that was know, good. That was Again, good. the best parts of this movie are just the intimate <laughs> moments with Barry. Yeah. Right. And again, referring to the mother. They're like older Barry's saying, I I think we gotta let mom die. We gotta let her go. <laughs> and young Barry's like, No, never That's what I'm saying, is that I think if that young Barry was like beyond just like the weird rock berry um if he would have just been like no i like that's not my future and you're not my future like i'm gonna do this on my own and he like escapes the like the time force and does something else he's like screw it carol oh, you're on maybe yeah maybe he, like, goes and you could have set something up that yeah you know that's yeah. something different but did you did you like i i felt nothing in that sacrifice uh where he jumps in the way I'm like, if, oh, that, that didn't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, like it didn't, he didn't, there was no matter. Fight. There was no like confrontation. It was stakes weren't that high because this is a past Barry that didn't even make sense. That wasn't the even stakes. Funny. Never felt high. Granted, I do. I, I mean, Ezra acting opposite of himself. I did like and enjoyed the acting, but yeah, the stakes never felt high. So when they died, it, it, I was like, okay, well, I guess that's fine because this bear this berry's still alive and if there was like some moment where it's like man we have to stop zod i have to stop zod because if not like then uh, there's no way that we can live with mom like still being alive in this universe like if they said some sort of line that was like we have to get past this fight in order to keep mom alive like then i would have been like okay i can see that the stakes are high with this but it's like I fucked up this world so bad that I literally there's nothing I can do. There's I have to like go go back and let it happen. Uh, 
Right. I thought it was so silly, actually, when they first went back in time in the big battle, and he's like, "Oh, uh, you know what you're gonna do differently, right?" Yeah. And Batman's like, "I'm gonna take on the big one." No, Batman, that big one's got shields. Roger that. Yeah, like, oh, okay. yeah. He just he just acknowledged it, like, okay. <laughs> he just blew away. I mean, I guess he trusts him. He trusts him. He's like, it was okay. that yeah, simple. Yeah. It was that simple. If he got shield, he got shield. I'll go on. I think Batman guy. was also like, this guy can go back in time. Like, I'll listen to whatever he said. <laughs> I guess because he was so nonchalant about it. Was so that. nonchalant. Thought, He's like, I'm gonna do this. Like, actually, no. Okay. I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> he broke his back. He broke his back. Um, that Cretonian slammed him on the ground. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. That was a crunch. I was like, ain't no way he's okay after that because he definitely hurting. Um, yeah. Oh, he was trying to put in the detonators on him. Right. He's right. Uh -huh. He's an old man. Never stood a chance. Um, um, I do wish that it was Thomas Wayne. Oh, oh yeah, Trey Master was leading me saying, oh, oh, it's Thomas Wayne. I know it's Thomas Wayne. I'm like, they said it was Bruce in the trailers. I know, it's I know. Bruce. But if, if it really, if that was a It would have been cooler if it was Thomas Wayne. It would have been a lot cooler. There was a scene, you know, part of me wants to say that there was a moment in development where this was Thomas Wayne. Because right. there's a scene where um, when uh, Michael Keaton is going into the Batcave, uh, he has to touch his family portrait to, you know, move yeah. the bookshelf. He touches Bruce the, the, Wayne's Bruce face. Bruce Wayne's face first. Like, yeah. you're right. And that that to also, me is like, oh, ooh, that might be that might be Thomas. He, Why is he touching his own uh, his own face if it's Bruce? He also he never said him. that his name is Bruce. He never said his name was Bruce. Oh, Not, true. There was true. a scene the kitchen, where um, they're like, oh, we need Bruce Wayne. And he goes, <laughs> well, yeah, he just laughs. Like, it's like. Okay, well, I guess it could technically be Thomas Wayne. Like, unless younger Barry, I think younger Barry might have confirmed that that's Bruce Wayne because he was Barry like, did confirm it. it yeah, he said, well, but Bruce like you Wayne never hear like, oh, it. Yeah, that's Bruce Wayne. You never hear it from his mouth, Michael Keaton's mouth. My name is Batman. But again, Let's get that's the, that's that's no, my whole thing is that <laughs> Flashpoint is so much cooler when you just lean into all the zaniness that happens from. The saving of Barry's mother. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's the extra point of the Justice League that you were saying. I think if they would have had one or two other characters that were yes. part of that, Yes. Know, yes. Like, oh, this is a really weird take of the Justice Like, why is Zayantana here? Like, you know, like. Yes. No, absolutely. Wow. That's what it should. It's, it's, Flashpoint is more of a Justice League story than it is. I, I, I a just Flash. want to watch Flashpoint at, at this point. Oh, the Flashpoint <laughs> movie is so good. Also, if they would have made Kara the bad guy or bad person in this one, where she's like, I came to this planet and they immediately put me in a prison, screw you guys. And then just like, is well, I, I thought to get her? she forgave the humans very, very quickly like very, she was very. she was all like hey your people like captured me and tortured me for years i'm i'm going back to my own people and she just sees them once like waging war she's like nope uh, those well, are my people she, she realizes some of her people are bad which you know then she's like i guess only some earthers are bad why did you but save I thought, me when you knew I, it wasn't kal-el i thought they were help. about to I thought Kal-El was about to come out of the ship. 
Oh, there was no way. As like a bad tournament, that would have been yeah. As a done a couple times, that that would have been cool. That would have been cool. That would have been a great surprise. I just knew because of how DC and Warner Brothers has treated Henry Cavill. They're like, we we can't have Henry Cavill in this movie. Don't bring him back. Never, never, ever. Um, I knew knew he wasn't going to come out, but that would have been cool. That would I I did got in a perfect world. That would have been something because you know. uh, Supergirl's asking Zod, he's like, what did you do? Because yeah, it was her whole mission in life was to like, right. Like, and, and he said they found him and I'm like, okay, so, so what, what did you do? What, what happened when you found him? And he's like, oh no, we just, we just killed him. He did not survive did infancy. <laughs> Mind you, Barry saved all those babies in the beginning of the film. Those CGI babies. They weren't real. Those were gross. Yes, he put one in the mic. He put one in the microwave. That man. was a little disturbing. <laughs> Very problematic. Just well, a tad. Just a tad. That entire opening scene really made me want to just get up and be like, "All right, I'm done." And just walk out. <laughs> a baby shower. <laughs> the line. Um, it was the line. A baby shower. That I was like, "Oh no, we have we have flopped here." That was a doing. that was a quote unquote Disney Plus joke. Uh, <laughs> um so you know the big the big universe is colliding uh the oh big my God. easter egg for all the fans right this was their this was their no way home moment this was their their andrew garfield and toby mcguire or this or... was pointing out all the spiders in the spider society yeah you know and i think they did a very in-your-face job on this one where they there had was all of the are we wait we're talking about like all the worlds colliding right yes all the worlds colliding mm-hmm. yeah yeah it was very they, much more they were breaking the multiverse yeah right there there was really only one cool one that i like and that was the the nicholas cage tim burton superman because yes a lot of people don't know about that like you know how he he was originally supposed there, to you- come out yeah. as superman uh but mm-hmm. that ultimately got canceled so that was nice to see i, I wish he would have just said something but i i yeah. guess not not in the budget can't afford him that was um, a good one having um christopher reeves come back that was a little bit on the emotional side i don't know how i feel about that that one yeah i was that, kind of it's yeah. like is, is this is this ethical to kind of bring him back like I mean, this? it depends on if they reached out to his estate but yeah Oh, oh, you know they didn't. I, I, I feel like they didn't. Um, he, um, he, he does a lot. Um, his estate does a lot. They have a lot of um, Christopher Reeves Foundation does a lot of things. And if it's like, hey, we'll pay you X amount of money if we can use the likeness and image of Christopher Reeves, and they're like, yeah, absolutely, do it. Because I mean, I don't know how paid. many people are using uh, uh, Christopher Reeves image or likeness. Exactly. This is the only for time this, I could for see. For this purpose, yeah, they're like, "Hey, we're gonna do something really cool in the Flash. Is it okay? We'll pay you X amount, whatever." If if that happened, and if his estate agreed, sure. Um, I thought it was it, cool. I know. I thought it, it was, was cool. cool. It was. It was still cool. No, to it, see it was cool. Yeah. You saw classic I, Superman. You saw Chris Reed. I wanted to see, um, even though it wouldn't have meant anything. Uh, the wh- wh- what version of Superman is the one with, um, uh, oh my God, uh, uh, Kevin Spacey as Lex Luthor? Oh, uh, Brandon Routh. 
Brandon. Superman Returns. At so that point, I, think, I thought they were going to show all of them. Like, go ahead. Show. I don't know why it's Superman specifically only, but... You know, they, they put a couple Batman, and they put Jay Garrick. You had to look for Batman. one Batman. Batman. It was Adam look. West Batman. It was like, you had to zoom in, and I was like, oh, cool, look, Adam I West. Think the, uh, the reason why they did that is because of the TV show Flash. They went and they... They went. did it better. They, they did, did the same better, thing. They, they did, did the same thing. You'll notice they never used any of the same Superman or Batman or Flash from any of those um, crossover events. They did so, it. They did it worse. No Tom Welling. No Brandon Routh because they were both in the Flash version of it. I am surprised that there's no um, Christian Bale. I'm sure he's busy doing other stuff. You but. see this? You see this? This is scratching the surface. They hardly scratch the surface. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And again, yeah. I think it would have been a credit to them to go full on in and dig the shit out of that surface. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. If they would have grabbed Grant Gustin from the TV show and had him in the movie for a good majority of it. I think it would have been great. What a missed opportunity. Yeah. But yeah, I'm honestly disappointed that they just did not go in. This did show the talent of Ezra being able to be two different characters at the same time. Ezra carried. Yes. With right. a nice assist from Michael Keaton. You don't think Supergirl carried at all? She was in it. For the it, five it, minutes she's in the movie, I guess. And that's hardly. The thing. I, that's I fair. Think it I wanted to like her because from what I did see, I I did, but I I wanted more of it to like her beyond a surface level. You needed more. You needed, I needed more. more. Yeah, yeah, I needed. And more. from what I've I've heard from the people who have who saw it with us, um, they they really wanted more of Kara, um, and I don't think that we're gonna get this iteration of her ever again in any of the movies. Um, I hear James Gunn liked her performance. Um, we just don't know. It, it's so up in the air with what they're going to do next. Mm. As far as his grand scheme of it all. So well, it's unlikely. By the end of it. So by the end of this, what? Uh, old man Barry, a.k.a. old man Buzz Lightyear from Lightyear. Kills. Oh, my God, it is. Yes, it's literally it that It is plot. old man Buzz Lightyear. And it's terrible in both. Yes. Oh my god, wow. I didn't even realize that. Mm -hmm. That's a that's a take. I might do a that's, video on that tomorrow. Wow. Uh <laughs> where have you heard this? Oh, you haven't before? watched Lightyear? No, but that's okay. That's okay. You're not missing much. Yeah. yeah Especially with that kind of twist. Um Old Man kills young man Barry. Middleman Barry finally runs back. He knows what he has to do. He has to prevent uh he well, he has to initiate his mom's trickle event of domino effect to her death, and that was a nice scene. That was the a closing very scene nice with the scene. mom. Almost as I, if they should have based the movie around more of this. Probably would have hit <laughs> just more. A thought. We got just more. A, yeah, it, it, it I would have liked to cry <laughs> along with Ezra in this scene, along with Barry being emotional. But it it was good. It it was sad. It was sad. We were just like, oh no, how sad. All right. right. Next. Like, yeah. it, that was it. like it, there was no like, Barry, no, 
you gotta get your mom back. She just gotta like no, like we were just like, oh, how sad. Yeah. Right. I kind of yep. wish we we got like a a scene of like Flash going to the house. And Flash was the one that murdered her. Like, I don't know, like something that was like dark and twisted. They never confirmed so, who even They never showed who how, how she died. Her. Yeah. They're they're leaving it open, I guess. Um for whatever reason. Comic wise, I'm pretty sure it was reverse flash, if I'm not Correct. mistaken. It is reverse flash. It was me, Barry. It was me all along. Oh jeez. <laughs> I love that meme. That's oh so man. What, what um I use the speed force. Sure. So oh they God. left it open. However, Barry does change one thing. Uh if he, he can't he can't save them both. He's not Miles Morales. You can't do both. Flash so can do both. If he but can't save he was able to help one. He he was able to save his father. Um <laughs> His father still got arrested. Uh, yeah, how long? How long was he in prison for? Uh, at least uh, thirteen years. years. Third. Oh, jeez. Uh, you know what? Yeah, no. Yeah, that makes sense. But that makes sense. I mean, that stuff all had to happen because if not, he wouldn't have been in Central Investigations or whatever it was called. Right. Iris pointed that out. She was like, "Oh, so like, your mom died. Your dad went to jail, and that's what got you to be at your job." You being at your job is what got him his powers. And so mm-hmm. it wouldn't be the Flash if it weren't for his dad being in prison. Sure. Exactly. It still opens up a can of worms as far as, I don't know. Uh, maybe they could have corroborated that. Or oh, I guess they said the tech wasn't there. Fine. I don't care. What am I doing trying to think of the logistics? Whatever. Barry's dad is uh, about to win his appeal. He's, uh, you know. About to be released back into the world. Yay for Barry's dad. That was nice. It was a nice moment. Um, Wait, it's an incoming. Go into the big reveal. Yeah, yeah, here we go. He gets a big. Before we do that, though, he had an interaction with Iris. Um, I did not feel any sort of relationship, any sort of heartstring. Oh, you mean earlier in the film? Earlier at in the all, film period. and at yeah. the end of the film. There was no... Like, yeah. It's it, it, it's, it's the love interest. They forced awful. Iris. Iris was forced. Definitely right. forced. If you take her out of the movie, it's totally Nothing fine. really changes. It, well, she's used as a, like, a means for an exposition dump so that Barry can tell the audience like what his life has been. Like his dad's in prison. Yeah. He wants to prove his innocence. His dad never right. did what, what they say he did. And that's really all she's there for, because outside of that, she it's, it's 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 like he says, she serves no other purpose in the story. Place well, her with Ben Affleck, and you would have been just as fine. I think yeah. the main issue with her is that, un- unlike the TV show, you grow to care for Iris. You know, you watch Iris and Barry develop as a, you know, a couple. Here, they're like, where can we fit Iris in? Yep. Beginning and end of the film. But that's it. It's because like if you didn't have Iris in there, this isn't really a Flash movie. Because there's no Flash villain. There's no Flash love interest. There's no... Run, Barry, run! There's Flash friends. His two buddies. They don't count. (laughs) He even said they're not my friends. They're not my... 
They're young Barry's friends, though. They are young Barry's friends. I, I just like how the entire crux of uh his dad's defense is just that one camera in that super in that supermarket. It's like yeah, there's no sense. other camera in because that store. Because the dad came home right when the mom was getting murdered, so he could have that alibi did not. That's so weak. I just you really have to be sold on that to believe this is why his dad's in prison and there's and nothing else to like, confirm his the innocence. Camera. The entire courtroom was like, yeah, woo, he's an innocent man. And even on the other side, they're like, oh, wow, I was so wrong about him for so long. Like, awful. Nothing. Terrible, awful. terrible, terrible. But he's he's a free man now. Only had Actually, to suffer even, a decade in prison. I don't even think they really said if he's free. They just said. Yeah, I mean, he walked can... out happy. I would assume he, he's got to be. We didn't watch him walk out. We watched Barry walk out. I would, I would hope there's a happy ending because if, if not, what was the point? Yeah, can you imagine? Like, oh. all right, well, now we just have to uh, process all the paperwork, and you'll be in prison for another year, and then you'll be out. <laughs> if he oh. survived thirteen, oh, well, he could last another one. That's the justice system. <laughs> Either way, so he gets a call from Bruce Wayne. Bruce He's Wayne. ready to tell Bruce the good news. And I looked over at both of y'all. I was like, "Oh, I heard it." As I heard it too. I was I, like, "I knew it." As soon as he picked up the phone and he spoke, I was like, "Oh, that is not Ben Affleck's voice." Clearly, Correct. clearly not. Here comes Bruce Wayne pulling up, and who steps out? None other than Mr. Bat Nipples himself. <laughs> <laughs> he should have said, "Ice to meet you, Barry." <laughs> they've met before oh, god <laughs> he could have just Oof. said it the movie's dumb anyway just just say it you just know what would have been a, a a better twist on this with that is having robin also be there i thought robin was going to be in the mansion and i thought wow we're in for a great surprise if some of these robins are running around oh, but no wow. no the movie doesn't care um it was it was a funny twist to see Clooney. It was cool. It was um, definitely fun to see George Clooney. It raises questions like if this is Clooney Batman, does that mean this is the Batman and Robin universe that he's now part of? And if that's the case, is this the Gunverse? <laughs> is it confirming Batman? You know what? I will be so surprised if James Gunn comes out and says, Y'all were fools for shitting on Batman and Robin. <laughs> from the 90s that's the best iteration of batman and it you will be the jumping point for my dc universe i'm gonna stand up for that batman and robin movie because <laughs> even though it was the definition of camp and even though it was like so out there it did a really good job of putting character not good job it, it put characters in the movie you know Yes, we had 30 different characters right. in what movie, but still, we had Batman, we had Robin, we had Batgirl, we had Ivy, we had Bane, we had Freeze, we had Two-Face, we had Riddler. God, no, Two-Face and Riddler were not I know, in Batman and Robin. Batman. But still, like, you know, like, it was we had a lot of fun elements in those movies, and I think that's why I really loved it when I was a kid. I was like, oh, this is this is peak cinema right here. And then as an adult, I'm like, oh, <laughs> Listen, it, it's fun to see George Clooney. George Clooney looked like he was having fun. 
even though he swore he would never do another Batman movie. Technically, he he didn't. He was just Bruce Wayne. Technically, this is a Flash film. He never put on the cowl. Right. Right. And I I am sure this is more for gags than actual continuity. Correct. Either oh, continuity sure. stemming from, uh, you know, Batman and Robin, or moving forward. I doubt we'll see George Clooney again. No, we don't even know if we're going to see Ezra again. Uh, yeah, that's up in the air. Big well, question mark. It is a, a bit up in the air because the next movie that's coming out, which I learned today is in December, is Aquaman. Oh, Blue well, Beetle comes Blue out Beetle. in August. But, oh my but, god, there's three DC movies in one year? Yeah, yeah. Blue Beetle comes out in Where are they, August, Marvel? I think. No, just just remember that Flash was supposed to come out like two years ago. Oh, sure. Right, Flash Almost. kept getting delayed. Yeah, um, hey, actually Aquaman got delayed too. Aquaman too, Aquaman too. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, I don't know how, I don't know if this version of Aquaman is like continuous with the the um, new universe of of the flash like if it's going to be like aquaman one never happened if, well according uh, to the post credits he said you're still the same oh okay arthur right, right. that oh god that was such a lackluster post credit too he did say that he said because he you're was explaining in every universe he, he was explaining how um how bruce is not the same bruce oh i see right and then he drowned in his little puddle on the he didn't drown he can breathe underwater i don't i don't remember the end of aquaman where he left like a drunk or sad i thought he put that life behind him I think aquaman he was just, wasn't sad he was just drunk yeah i think he was just drunk he didn't seem like miserable not sad, sad. but like he, i feel like he put his drunken side behind him like he's like eh. no i think he can go have some fun night off All from right. king duties Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that's the film that's, that's it film. uh do you think it was worth the, all the hoops and uh gymnastics that wb and dc went through to make sure this film hit the theaters we gotta keep ezra we gotta keep this movie the public must see the flash for when they see it they will be changed and the DCU will start properly. I'm throwing it out. This is what they did. (laughs) This is what they did. And I, I'm going into this movie. Like, okay, y'all really wanted me to like be gassed up for this film. So I'm going in. Yeah, I'm going in ready. I I was not left the way they intended. Um, I mean, I think I'm not, I was okay. I thought it was okay. Yeah, exactly. Matt, at, the, like, at the best. Bad. At the best. And I'm not like, this is great. I think this is the first time I've ever experienced mid. Oh, wow. The Where em- I am the 100% very like middle ground on this. Because again, this is not the worst movie and it's not bad. It's, it's actually probably weird. one of the best DCEU movies that I've seen in a hot minute. Well, but right, which is also... not saying a lot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm like, but uh, also, this is the greatest movie I've Yeah, seen. I mean, the last Wonder Woman, it was better than 84. Better it was than better Shazam than Shazam 2. 2. That's really 
it in recent memory for here just say who it's not touching it's not touching the suicide squad not no absolutely not and Um, that's the only one i actually care about so wonder woman one aside from its third act i mean i I I don't care about any other ones except the suicide squad not shazam one no shazam one i liked a lot i like shazam one you can like them but ain't none of them touching the suicide squad but you have to say what films are above it is one i think shazam for me is two this might be three because only because i can't remember any other dc it's literally it people might come for your throat since you're not saying Zack snyder's justice league that should be your canon that should be your number one well Zack snyder's justice league when i watched it i enjoyed it but it was when i really enjoy a movie i'm like oh i can't wait to watch this again later on like there's no way you will ever catch me watching a Zack Snyder cut movie willy-nilly. Like, I have to, like, prepare and plan and mm. have plenty of snacks and potentially some gummies and just sit down and, and then... Um, Gummy yeah, bear. this this was average at best. I'm, I'm like, like score wise, I'm like, I have to give it something higher than Shazam too. I think I don't even know where I was with Shazam too. Uh, I was probably like in like the five or fours. I'm gonna think. say this is probably a good six for me. It's like a six, a seven at most. Some people are being a little ridiculous. Uh, like I'm seeing people give this like nines, tens. Mm. I'm like. I, the I understand being a DC fan, a live action DC fan. You're, you're starving, you're starving from the film side of things, and something like this may be a ten out of ten for uh for a lot of uh fanatics. But this ain't no, no, this ain't it. This ain't it. It's a seven at best, and that's if I'm even in a good mood. I I, I think I'm kind of with Darce on this one. I'm kind of like in a six, six. No, I'm, I'm with I'm with a six. I think again. I stand by what I said. Ezra op- acting opposite of Ezra was a lot of fun. Michael Keaton's return, however brief it may be, was fun. Um, and you know, conceptually wise, the premise is fun, and there's a lot to be, f- lots of lots of fun to be had with this film. However, you set yourself up if you're trying to adapt such a grandiose story and then if you don't lean heavily into that it doesn't the spec it loses a lot of kind of the spectacle the you know the stakes and therefore you disengage from the movie the only thing that keeps you engaged in this movie i feel is when it focuses more on the flash as a character which is actually not even that much because there's so much going on in this movie so yeah it's a better dc outing uh not saying much yeah it's uh i mean if you're listening to us on the pod go go and watch it yourself (laughs) we would have been fine if this movie was never released i don't think it changed we would have been fine yeah yeah this was definitely not a movie worth defending tooth and nail for to make sure audiences saw it uh but then again i mean audiences scores say otherwise it's at like what 88 87 on rotten tomatoes 
people seeing something in this film that I can't. So, hey, if they enjoyed it, they enjoyed it. It's it's not my cup of tea. Here's to the Gunverse, though. The Gunverse starts strong, starting with <laughs> Blue Beetle. Hopefully, I don't know. He's the first DCU character, supposedly. So, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, I think that practically wraps up our thoughts here for The Flash here at the Yonko table. Uh, let us know what you all think if you've already seen this movie. Hopefully, if you listen this far in, you've seen the movie already. Uh, and let us know, like, were you here for the CGI? Were you here for uh, Ezra's portrayal of uh, Barry Allen? Did you like some of the loose plot threads they took from Flashpoint? Or did you prefer that they just adapted Flashpoint outright and went balls to the walls with all the craziness that goes on? And uh, where do you see the DC Universe going from here? Do, do you just see this as like a fresh restart? Start from scratch. Let's just pretend the whole thing never happened. And let's leave. It's funny that the DCEU ends the way we remember it for the most part. It ends practically on a dud. It's like, all right. Hmm. It is how I remember ye. Goodbye. Uh, let us know what you all think down in the comments below, wherever you're listening to us on, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at the Yonko Table. Let us know what you think, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. God, what? How do you want to close this out? What did you do? Run, Barry, run!